Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, romantic Christmas songs. Sounds fake, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Uh, oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, what did I do last week? Something about not even a mouse. Oh, a well, this time. week I'd like to say mistletoe. The, the way you pronounced that, it sounded like you were saying mistletoe, like a, like a missile, like a projectile. A toe that turns into a missile? <laughs> yeah. Shoots off your little foot? Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. It was very interesting seeing our responses to our poll last week. I feel like it was very much split 50-50 of like, what are you talking about? Christmas is not a romantic holiday. And also, what the fuck? I-, I hate it so much. Why is it like that? Yeah, it was very um funny to me uh, to see all the people that were like, no, it's not. Because like, they're right. Uh and also, yeah. I feel like for A-spec people, that's a pretty expected answer of like, wait, what are the aloes doing? Yeah. Yeah. But, but. we also got some uh, answers about how the calendar works. Uh, some answers about like why frankincense and myrrh were a thing happening. Oh, wow. Um, so very educational for us. Educational. I think. Wow. That's yeah. exciting. Um, this week we are continuing on the Christmas train because it is Christmas and we celebrate Christmas and, you know, it's Christmas. So, So Kayla, get fucked. It's Christmas. So, so get, it's Christmas. So get fucked. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <get> <laughs> Kayla, what are we talking about this week? This week we're doing a classic uh, musical episode, a classic mm-hmm. making romantic songs about non-romantic things. Yep. Uh, but this time with Christmas music because there's quite a few romance Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. There are. Uh, um, I will be doing this off the top of my head. I did find a list of romantic Christmas songs. I have not investigated their lyrics yet, so we will really be doing this. Just I have lie. pulled up exactly three and a half songs, and okay, I have perfect. not planned anything for them. I just opened them, opened the lyrics good i haven't even done that so cool um great i think i think we have to start kayla with with the classic all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey obviously here's my thing about some of these songs not all of them but some of them you could read them platonically yeah yeah like you could say like all i want for christmas is you my platonic friend to visit me (laughs) you know i mean Yes, you know, you're not wrong. But of course it has to be read as romantic. I mean, also it's that I don't want a lot for Christmas. This is all I'm asking for. I just want to see my baby standing right outside my door. Now I'm imagining like a very large baby. That I hate a lot. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to think of how we can how we can make this um less romantic. Um, hold on. Let me pull up the lyrics. Okay. 
We might just have to do these together. This might be, rather than a back and forth, this might be a more collaborative a project. Yeah, I, that's that's very fair. Um, you know, and wait. Why am I finding All I Want for Christmas is You, but the Justin Bieber and Mariah care? That also came up for me. It's this, the, the lyrics are the same. But why are they doing that to me? I, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, have a quest- I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. Now, they say, uh, I hear those sleigh bells ringing. Santa, won't you bring me the one I really need? Um, oh, so it's about human- kidnapping. Isn't that human trafficking? I think this is a song about kidnapping. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Because- and it's really buried in there, too. You know? Yeah, because she's saying, like, you know, this is all I want for Christmas. Uh, you know, Santa Claus, I don't want a, like, I don't want a toy. That won't make me happy. Uh, I'm just going to keep waiting. I think this is a song about kidnapping. Yeah, I think it's a song that's actually kind of about human trafficking. And that's, like, not cute. It's not festive. She hired Santa as a kidnapper hitman. Yeah. She's like, just bring him. But also, now here, I have I have a question about just the, the logic here. Now, at the beginning of the song, she says, I won't make a list and send to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't yeah, even she's stay like, I won't even to hear yes. those magic reindeer click. Now, has see, she changed I, her mind by the end of the song? Or no, does see she what think, I think no, that no, no, is? No, 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 question, okay, question. Okay, I'll kill myself. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> does she think St. Nick and Santa are different people? I think it's a cover-up. I think in the beginning mm-hmm. of the story, she's being really careful to cover her tracks. She has mm-hmm. already hired Santa to kidnap Justin Bieber. And in 2011, so he was, like, basically still a child. Yeah, real sketchy stuff going on. Yeah. She hired Santa to kidnap Justin Bieber, but she's like, I don't want anyone to know. So I'll make this whole mm-hmm. song about, like, I would never ask Santa for anything. Are you crazy? Yeah. Um, and then halfway through the song, she just gets so into singing this incredible bop. Let's all be honest. It's a bop. It's a true bop. Um, and she just kind of loses. She forgets that she was supposed to be covering that up. Yeah. Is what I think happens. Also, if this is about human trafficking, I have a question about the uh, the line that says, and the sound of children's laughter fills the air. I was looking at that one a little. <laughs> if we're going to go with like a kidnapping, trafficking sort of situation here, very Christmas yeah. themed, might I add. You're welcome, everyone. Yes. Um, That's concerning. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, like, are we also trafficking children? Now, when she says, I want to see my baby standing right outside my door, again, is she talking about an adult or are we trafficking children? Because that's even worse. Should we put a trigger warning on this episode? Maybe. For human trafficking? <laughs> I think we might need to. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I should write that down. Maybe uh, we should just say, look, it got out of hand right from the start. <laughs> a little tough. Um, okay. Sarah, I think we need to jump into... Another classic. Yeah. Which is Santa Baby. That is one of the ones that I have pulled up. Don't you worry. God. I actually I actually have two versions pulled up. Do you have, have the Michael Buble? I have the Michael Buble version also pulled up because the lyrics are different. Um, and weirder. And, and weirder. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know about... Okay. So this is a song basically that's like... Uh, originally sang by a woman and very sexual, being like, Santa, here's all the things I want, and I'm going to sing is, it in this, like, weird kind of baby voice. Is Eartha Kitt the original singer? 
I don't know. It says release date 1953. Maybe then. I don't know. It's very um sexual undertones, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. Um, and then Michael Bublé, the man, said, I would like to cover this song, but I can't make it sexual or else people would think I'm gay. And that's I gotta make it bro-y. Okay. So it's called Santa Buddy. and he's Well, just it's like called Santa Baby. Oh, well, he sings Santa Buddy. Yeah. And he only says Santa bro-y. Baby once. Yeah. It's very bro-y, the whole thing. And somehow it almost makes it even more sexual in my mind. Honestly, the, the the difference in the lyrics, it's making me so angry. Let's honestly, we don't even have to change the lyrics to this. Let's just compare. I was gonna say, because Michael Bublé already made it not romantic for us. Yeah. But he did already a bad made job it still. Weirdly yeah. bro-y. Yeah. So let's just do a, like a psychoanalysis. Yeah. Okay. On Michel Bublé. Yeah. Original lyrics. Santa baby. Just slip a sable under the tree for me. What's a sable? I don't know. I just Googled it. Didn't know. None of my business. Been an awful good girl. Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. And keep in mind, this is all kind of sang in like a baby voice. Yeah. Very odd. Yeah. Uh, been an awful good girl. Uh, I still don't know what a sable is. Um, now, here's what our man Michael Bublé says. He says... Santa baby, slip a Rolex under the tree for me. I've been an awful good guy. Good guy. Not even a good boy. No, a good, well, a good boy would, you know, that's a, that's a whole other thing, Kayla. True. Santa buddy and hurry down the chimney tonight. <sighs> okay. Next, we have Santa baby, a 54 convertible two, light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. So, she is waiting up for Santa. Also, if the release date was 1953, a 54 convertible would be brand new. Mm-hmm, the knowing. newest of cars. Mm-hmm. I Also, there is something... Like, I understand that Santa does come down the chimney. Yeah. But There's like, something weirdly she, sexual about saying it repeatedly. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of, like, the phallic shape of a chimney. Maybe. I... Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. And you know what Michael Bublé says? It just, it keeps getting worse. He says, Santa buddy, a 65 convertible to. Which, why did he go for 65? Question. Has to be one better. No, hers was 54. His is 65. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. And you know what he says? The color he wants is steel blue. Because light blue is too girly. feminine. Yes. Yes. It needs to be steel blue. I'll wait up for you, dude. Awful. Santa buddy... And hurry down the chimney tonight. It's a really interesting choice to me that, at least for these first two bits, he says Santa buddy and hurry down the chimney tonight, whereas she says Santa baby so hurry down the chimney tonight. According to these lyrics later on, he does say Santa buddy so hurry down the chimney tonight, but I just have, I just have questions about that choice. Very interesting choice. It certainly is. All right. Now, we're going to go back to Eartha Kit. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Are you are you saying that you're saving yourself for Santa? I am getting that. It's also giving um purity culture by being like, but I've been so good yeah. by not dating or whatever. Like, mm, okay. Yeah. I've been I've been saving myself for you, Santa Claus. Um and then she goes on to say, next year, I could be just as good 
if you check off my Christmas list. Now we're giving an ultimatum situation of like, if you don't give me these things next year, it's going to be bad. Right. And and we're once again returning to the uh, good girl motif, uh-huh. which, you know, it could be read straight as just like, you know, I'll be nice. But it also could be read as a very sexual thing. I feel it's just so sexual to be like, oh, no, I've been such a bad girl. Like, okay, yeah. all right. Next year, I could be just as good. <laughs> Awful. Um, now, here's what Michael says. Michael says, think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the hotties that I haven't kissed. Terrible. You're married, Michael. Next year, I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Michael, you're married with children. And I guess you could be Polly. I do, I never, I've never asked, but it's not the vibe I get. Hotties. I, I don't like the use of the word, word hotties. It adds a whole different vibe. Like, like fellas is like, oh, <laughs> look at those fellas. Whereas hotties Sexual is like- or- Weird, it's like weirdly more objectifying. Yes. You know? Yes, it is. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the drink name Hot Toddy? Um, I've never had it. I mean, me either. I don't know it's, what's in it. It's just, I was asking about your thoughts on the name. I mean, isn't it just because it's a toddy, but it's hot? Yeah, I just find it's Isn't just, a toddy a type of something? I don't know. I just think it's an interesting name. Sorry. This just in, Kayla is sexualizing beverages. I mean, there's a drink called Sex on the Beach, so, like, not the first one, you know? Um, All right. So next, Eartha says, Santa baby, I want a yacht. And really, that's not a lot. You're so, you're so right, bestie. And here's the thing, is, like, for Santa, probably not. That guy's probably loaded. Yeah, got a lot of money. Um, and she goes on to say, been an angel all year, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Now, this, Michael says, Santa Pally. Not a word. First, yeah. First He's of just all, running out of words at this point. Yeah. Um, he could have gone with Santa Buddy the whole time, but no, yeah, that would be no. too easy. Um, Santa Pally, I want a yacht, and really that's not a lot. I've been a sweetie all year. Santa Buddy, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Now, what did she say she was? An angel? Why can't mm-hmm. you be an angel? Why can't a man be an angel, Michael? Well, Mikey, I think Mikey we Boy? all know. <laughs> I think we all know that men are <laughs> angels. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> all right. So then, Eartha says, Santa honey, one little thing I really need. The deed to a platinum mine. Wait, we shouldn't be mining. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. And then she says, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Well, here's here's also the thing about that line is she says, uh, like, one more thing I really need. The deed. Then there's a pause. That, oh, you're you're so right. To a platinum A a very important point. Because there is a a very noticeable and important pause that's just like the Mm -hmm. deed, which is also what sex is called sometimes is like yep. the deed. So the deed. Yep. just saying. That's a very, very good point. Um, you know what Michael Buble says? No. Santa buddy, one thing that I really do need, the deed. Pause. To a platinum mine, Santa Pally, so hurry down the chimney tonight. He doesn't even change it. Not very inventive, Michael. This is the one thing that you should have changed, Michael. 
Anyway, let's see. Santa Cutie, and fill my stocking with a duplex and checks. How big is this stocking? What's a duplex? A house? A house? She means a house? It's a house. Now, girl. <laughs> now, girl. <laughs> That's how big of a stocking is this? Pretty big. And checks. Sign your ex on the line, Santa Cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Michael says, okay, interesting. He says, Santa buddy, fill my stocking with Canucks ticks for kicks. I'm guessing the Canucks, is that a sporting team? I'm guessing. I have no idea. They're an ice hockey team. Okay, that's fine. So he wants tickets to see the Canucks for kicks. Threw me on the first line. Threw. T-H-R-O-U-G. That doesn't seem like correct grammar. Four kicks. Uh, is this right? Hold on. Let me pull them up on another website and see if this is correct. <laughs> that the grammar right. there just isn't quite right somehow. Um, th- Okay. I understand. Genius says, he says, throw me on the first line. Yes. Okay. Uh, this makes more sense. I assume that means uh, he's just, you know... At the at got good seats. Yeah, got good seats. Uh, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Now, going back to Eartha, she says, "Oh my God! Wow, wow! Reading these lyrics is a whole new experience." Uh huh. Eartha says, "Come and trim my Christmas tree." So it's it's it, it's what I'm saying, dude. And this was what in the fifties? <laughs> yes. Like, bro, I'm surprised they let a woman say this yeah with some also uh is eartha kit white or is she black Mm, i don't know now that i say that though i do believe that they let a woman do this because you know this was a song written for men okay that's even less surprising because the song was written for men who just wanted to sexualize black women so this is actually not surprising at all that's fair come and trim my christmas tree a real a real connection to the to the term bush right there okay um with some decorations bought at tiffany's okay <laughs> now i'm just imagining i'm i'm i have a mental image and i don't like it just hanging little earrings on your bush i'm i'm imagining like a nice little necklace you know? <laughs> it's very good <laughs> i really do believe in you let's see if you believe in me it just gets more and more sexual as you go is the thing once again, the one line Michael should maybe change. <laughs> this is why I'm Come. saying that Michael's version is almost even more it, sexual. It, honestly, I because, think it is worse. Because he starts off trying to, like, repress it. And then slowly you're just like, okay, this is incredibly, like, homoerotic of you, Michael. Yeah. And I can tell you're trying to hide it for the sake of your wife and child. Oh, man. So he says, Come and trim my Christmas tree. With some decorations bought at Mercedes. What, a car? It's just a whole car on your bush, A dude? whole car? On your bush? Um, I really do believe in you. Now let's see if you believe in me. All right. We're here at the end. Eartha says, Santa baby, forgot to mention one little thing. A ring. I don't mean on the phone. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry so now she wants tonight. to marry Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, here's what fucking Michael says. He says, Santa Poppy. Is this a daddy kink? Yes. 
I mean, Santa is, I suppose, like, what would you call him? A bear, perhaps? Yeah, probably. Which seems like a daddy to me. Yeah. So he says, Santa Poppy forgot to mention one little thing. Cha-ching. No, I don't mean as a loan. Santa buddy, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh, That line I'll take. Tonight. That line I feel is actually pretty good. For, but I feel like some people are like, oh, cha-ching. We, I succeeded in the sex. Am I making that up? Uh, I thought of it as just money, but. I could be making that up. I could just be. I don't, I don't know. I think the Santa poppy really just put me in a it's, it's weird, weird mindset. It's odd. So that has been Santa Baby. I think that, I, I don't think we need to go into anything else on that. I think that covers it, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like how we spent maybe half the episode on that one song. We had to go through every lyric, Kayla. No, I think there's a couple songs that I think just demand our attention. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to get into, um, maybe it's cold outside. Oh, Jesus. I didn't I even feel like about that. A lot of discussion around that song has been made. I don't know if we need to add ourselves to it, but... I think we should end on that, but okay. rewrite the lyrics to make it as unhinged as possible. Okay. You know? Like, we're not trying to make, like, a serious rewrite. Like, we want to make it unhinged, you know? I And I have seen people make rewrites that are also funny. I can't remember, like, mm-hmm. the lyrics to them. But people have rewritten it before. Yeah. I have I have a one. We've got Last Christmas by Wham. I was just looking at that one. Yeah. So famously, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. That is such a quick turnaround and really inconsiderate. I mean, and but here's the thing is like, mm. you know, shipping these days. Yeah. Like, it's actually, okay. Side note. I don't know if this can be heard, but I think my dad just got home and they're like, unloading lumber downstairs so there's like <laughs> some bumps um it's because my father woodworks now and i think Good. they just went to pick up some logs anyway well, when i first when i first called kayla uh i heard my dad downstairs just like making weird noises and singing a weird song and <laughs> and so i texted my mom and dad i was like it's pot o'clock please don't commit any loud murders and my mom said We'll keep it in mind. <laughs> She'll consider it. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So shipping, you know, lots of backups. So I fi- I do find yeah. it very impressive that they were able to return that shipping within a day. Yeah. You know? Well, did did it get returned the next day or did they send it out the next day? You know? That's, yeah. That is a good question. Um, Like, did they just put it, I mean, that's Boxing Day, which some people box up their christmas things i think that is morally wrong um to do that the next day um Mm -hmm. your christmas tree should stay up until at least the first week of january however that's not what this podcast is about as i'm reading these lyrics like they're like they're good they're good they are good lyrics. once bitten and twice shy i keep my distance but you still catch my eye that's yeah that's good writing like this is genuinely a good song it is it's a bop and a banger. That's the thing about these like romantic Christmas songs. It, because they are yeah. Christmas songs, they're bangers because Christmas music is elite. Mm-hmm. Even Justin Bieber's Christmas song, good. Yeah. A face on a lover with a fire in his heart, a man undercover, but you tore me apart. So good, dude. 
Um, now here's here's my my one issue with this song is that the whole thing is like, okay, last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave it away. This year to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Why do you have to give someone your heart on Christmas? You know, my concern also is that like I feel like last year you probably thought you were giving it to someone special too, right? So like, right. what if it happens again? Like clearly. Maybe you have this bad judgment. Doesn't have the best judgment in people, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to victim blame, but well, especially like if it's not like, oh, uh, some number of months later things turned sour. It's like the next day, the next day. You know, my thing about it is like last Christmas I gave you my heart. So on Christmas, does that mean that like on Christmas they like confessed their feelings to this person, like, or like that's when they made it official like okay we're gonna like become boyfriend and girlfriend yeah do they just mean last christmas season because i feel like but i don't think they do mean season because then they say the very next day meaning that this was a day-to-day situation yeah i mean it could just mean like around last christmas i gave you my heart and then the next day after that you gave it away but that's a little complicated um my my concern here is if you gave them your heart, uh, let's say it's Christmas Day. Let's let's operate on that assumption. That this means that unless you're doing this over text or phone call, it means you're spending Christmas with this person, which means either one, you're close enough to spend Christmas Day together, or two, you don't put a lot of stock in Christmas, like you're not like a big Christmas celebrator, to which I say, why did you make a whole song about it then? Here's what it is, okay? Hmm. They are spending Christmas together because it is this person's in-law, like their brother or sister or, or sibling-in-law, okay? Okay. And so say it's their brother-in-law, okay? Make this real hetero-romantic, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to their brother-in-law and they're like, listen, I know that you're married to my like sister or brother or whatever, but I love you. And this mm. brother-in-law well, is Well, that's like, fucking messy. Yeah. The brother-in-law is like, wait a second. I also love you. And then the next day, he's like, just kidding. Just kidding. That would be very messy. Yeah. Now, here's what I was thinking when you first started saying that. I thought that you meant that- Their father-in-law? Say, okay, so, so <laughs> okay, let's just, to make this, to make this easier. <laughs> say I'm married to you, right? Perfect. I've been waiting my whole life. Yeah. In this hypothetical situation, my sister goes to your sister and says, I'm in love with you. Uh, no. <laughs> which, which is also. No, that's not what I mean. Incredibly though. messy. No, it would be like, it would be like you. Oh, no, I guess yes. I'm just, it's hard yeah. for me to think about it. It'd be like you going to Amanda. Your sister's fiance and being like, right? I mean, I was, I was just, I was just thinking. Yes, like, it was just hard for me to wrap my head around it from that yeah, angle. You were thinking, you go to the fiance. Yes, and I was thinking the sibling goes to the sibling. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, both very messy in their own right, um, and in different ways. I mean, if it did work out, though, it would be really cute if, like, you, you were married to someone and then your sibling was married to that someone's I mean, it's like the ultimate dream of, like, you and your twin marry another set of twins. Like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, yeah, you have. Honestly, that would be so convenient. Because I think genetically, technically, your kids would 
all be siblings rather than cousins. Yes. Because, because that's what we... We know someone who that's how they had kids, is they did artificial insemination with... It was two women, and they each had a brother. Mm-hmm. And I feel they like artificially talked about this on the podcast, because I had a very hard time putting together... Uh, we, talked about, we talked about this in Austin. I don't know that we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Can you believe we talk off air sometimes? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had a really hard time figuring out the genetics of how these children were still siblings. Yes. So basically, uh, wife one has brother one, and wife two has brother two. And they did artificial insemination where they took the sperm from brother one and they gave it to wife two. And then they took the sperm from brother two and they gave it to wife one. And then each wife ended up birthing a child. Um, not at the same time. Uh, so the two children technically have different parents from each other, but genetically they're cousins and like family-wise they're brothers. Yes. But when you do it with twins, because twins, like identical twins. If they're twins, identical twins. Yeah, identical twins share DNA. If I guess, I guess a then set the question of identical is, twins had kids with another set of identical twins, instead of being cousins, their children would genetically be siblings. Genetically, but not socially. Yes, but I was talking genetically. Yeah. Yeah, that is an interesting thought. Hold on, I just, I... I Someone's gonna come oh. up in here and be like, I'm a geneticist and you're actually an idiot. <laughs> and you're stupid. Um, I just, I just, I caught wind of a, of a lyric that kind of threw me off here. So, I actually think... Okay. A, a face on a lover with a fire in his heart, a man undercover, but you tore me apart. Ooh, who? Now I found a real love, you'll never fool me again. Now that implies that they actually have found the person that they're going to... They have found the special person yes. to whom they're going to give their heart this year. Yes. But they dropped that, like, two-thirds of the way yeah. in that song. Yeah. So, and, well, and then up here, uh, one-third into the way that song, one-third of the way into the song, they say... Now I know what a fool I've been, but if you kissed me now, I know you'd fool me again. So are they saying that, like, I'm with this new person, but if you kissed me now, like, I would just take you back? Is that, like, is that what the situation is? Yeah, they seem still very, I mean, like, obviously still very hung up on this person because it's a, a year later, a Christmas later, and they're still singing about what happened last Christmas. So clearly they're not, yeah. like, fully over the situation. Now, here's here's the thing. I'm just I'm just really looking at these lyrics. I mean, all really excellent lyrics. A crowded room, friends with tired eyes. I'm hiding from you and your soul of ice. My God, I thought you were someone to rely on. Me, I guess I was shoulder to cry on. So but then the next line, dude. it's so, so good. good. But then the but then the next line is a face on a lover with a fire in his heart. I don't get that one. So do they have a fire in his heart and a soul of ice? Yeah, it's really melty in there. Or. Or is the face on a lover with a fire in his heart the the, the, the speaker? The new one? or the? Yeah, I'm getting confused uh, with the like new and the old person now. Well, I think, I think for the most part, except for that line, I found a real love, you'll never fool me again. Um, I think only that line is referring to the new person. I think everything else is referring to the ex. Yes. So I'm just kind of confused. Is there soul of ice and the fire in their heart? Just like, are those both happening at the same time? See, to me, like, having a fire in your heart is a good thing. Yeah. Like, soul of ice, obviously, not great. But a fire in your mm-hmm. heart, I feel like, means, like, passion. 
Yeah. I like I think the a face on a lover with a fire in his heart and a man undercover but you tore me apart. It sounds very nice, but I would have to do a real close reading to figure out what it really means. You know, like I'm yes. not quite sure. No, like the words are like the instinct is like, "Oh shit, that's good." But yeah. then I'm yeah. too stupid to know exactly what you're trying to say to me. <laughs> right. Like some of the other ones I'm like, "Oh yes, this is really well written and I understand exactly what it means." But this one I don't understand exactly what it reads and I would what it means and i would need to do a close reading yes now is not the time for that though no <laughs> good <laughs> it's, been, it's been like 36 minutes um, i truly i don't think we're so much taking songs and making them unromantic this time so much as just mm-mm. closely analyzing we're closely analyzing but not going to the point of close reading <laughs> no just kind of uh looking just looking respectfully yeah, just checking it out yeah do you want to go to um the creepy one? I think we should. I think okay. I think it's what is expected. I think when people see this okay. episode, they'll probably expect, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's the name of that song again? I, Baby, I it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. <gasps> okay. For those of you who don't know about this song. Congratulations. Congrats. Okay, here's the thing about this song, too, though. Shit is catchy. Yep. Shit is it's a really good shit song. Shit is good. <laughs> and, and you know what's really unfortunate? Is it's the perfect duet for us? Because I agree. Oh, it it really is. But also, the Glee version is really excellent. It is upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing. Like, this song is good, but when you look- There's a reason why it's withstood the test of time. Yeah, but when you look at it, you're like, yeah, this could be a little weird. This, it, you know, it, it could be, it could be read as like, oh- the the baby in question is just playing coy, but it also could be read as date rapey. Right. So, okay. So what this song is, if you don't know, it's basically this like a duet between a man and a woman. And she's like, okay, like I got to go home. Like it's been super nice hanging out with you. And the whole song, basically he's like, oh, but it's so cold. You should like stay and like have another drink or like stay and hang out. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, but like my parents will worry. Like the neighbors will talk. Cause you know, it's old timey mm-hmm. and the scandal. Yeah. So, it could be read as like, oh, these two are like, you know, they're lovers and it, it could be read as like a two way street, like a yes. like a this is a game we're playing. Yes, like, oh, I really should go home, but oh I don't want to, and like, oh, you're convincing me, so whatever. But it could also be like, he's literally like, No, have another drink. <laughs> like, yeah. You must stay here. Yeah. 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 So I mean you know, baby, it's cold outside. Okay, here's what I will. Baby, it's cold outside. Here's what. If we get into lyrics here. Yeah. Um, So the first, like, verse, I suppose. Uh, she's like, my mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. This is back and forth between the two. Um, yeah. Really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. She says, well, maybe just a half a drink more. He says, I'll put some records on while I pour. First of all, can't do both at once. Dangerous. She says... I think he means that he's going to put records on and then he's going to pour it. Yeah, but that's not what he said, is it? No. But that's what he means. She says, the neighbors might think... He says, baby, it's bad out there. She says... Do you want... Do you, want you, you be the woman and I'll okay. be the man, just so that this is clearer. Okay. <laughs> she says, say what's in this drink? Okay? Last... Last verse, she goes, okay, I'll have another half a drink. He says, sick, I'll pour you one. Now she's saying, mm-hmm. okay, hey now, what's in this? 
And he says, no cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. To break this spell. Are you saying that her eyes are like glassy? What is in that drink? Wait, yeah, your eyes are like starlight now. Yeah. They weren't before, but ooh. Now that we're doing this close analysis. (laughs) I think, I think it's really, it's this particular section that's the real problem. Yes. Um, the other yeah, one, no, because then you go, you go to like the next verse, and it's really, it's not. Yeah, it's really just this chunk that's it's bad. It's just this. Yeah, it's that's that's very date rapey. Um, because yeah. she says, "I wish I knew how to break this spell." Yeah, and like that could be read as like, "Oh, the spell of love," but it also could be like, "I've been drugged." Yeah, here's well, here's a part that I think is slightly redeeming. Maybe she says, "I ought to say no, 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 sir." And he says, mind if I move in closer. Which, like, okay, well, he's asking, you know, he's my asking, whatever. Yeah. She goes, at least I'm going to say that I tried. What's so, the like, sense of hurting my pride? So, mm. And that's creepy. Because, like, it's not about your pride. But yeah. so she is saying, like, oh, I should say no, but I don't want to, you know? Yeah. But, like. So, like, that's slightly redeeming. I maintained propriety by at least pushing back a little bit. Yes. Which, which, like, I think that's slightly redeeming because you can tell kind of that she's, like, okay with it. But, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now, I don't think this is in the original version, but the lyrics it's giving me are the um, Adina Menzel and Michael Bublé version. That is also what I'm looking at. And it says, ah, you're very pishy, you know? I like to think of it, of it as opportunistic, which is not in the original song. <laughs> that is not in the original. I think that was them trying to make it better somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay, so then uh, she she said, I simply must go. Baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. That's a firm no. Mm-hmm. But baby, it's cold outside. The welcome has been so nice and warm. But he says, how lucky that you dropped in. Look out the window at that storm. At which point she says, my sister will be suspicious. And he says, gosh, your lips look delicious. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> um, my brother will be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. Where'd that come from? (laughs) Are you saying that, like, it's warm inside? Like, that's how warm it feels inside and outside it's really cold? I guess. My maiden aunt's mind is vicious, which is funny. Um, And then, gosh, your lips are delicious. Have they kissed in between? I guess. Just a quick one in the middle of singing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard before. And I don't even smoke. (laughs) Is that in the, is that in the original? I don't know. <laughs> Please hold. Wait, I'll get you home. Baby, you'll freeze out there. Say, lend me your comb. It's lend me your coat. Oh, this one says comb. Wow, these lyrics suck. Wait, but she uh, had a coat earlier, didn't she? Yeah. Or did he take her? Oh, I'll take your hat. The original does not say, but I don't even smoke. Um... <laughs> That's funny. You know what? That's funny. Uh, the baby would freeze out. I get home, but baby would freeze out there. I say, lend me a coat. It's up to your knees out there. You've really been grand. I thrill when you touch my hand. But don't you see? And then he says, how can you do this thing to me? He's very, like, it's very gaslighty. Because then he's like, yeah. she's like, oh, there's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of my think lifelong of my, sorrow. Think like, of my lifelong bro, sorrow. It's one Although night. this next line is funny. Chill. She goes, at least there will be plenty implied. And he goes, if you got pneumonia and died. <laughs> He's like an Olympic level gaslighter. 
He's like, but if you leave, you'll pass right away. Uh, I really can't stay. Get over that cold out. Baby, it's cold. Baby, it's cold outside. And then, of course, in the Adina Menzel Michael Bublé version, she says, okay, fine. Just another drink then. And he says, that took a lot of convincing. Oh, my God. Yeah, they really tried to make it okay, huh? Yeah. They did their best. Uh, it, it it wasn't successful. Um, it was originally written by Frank Lusser in 1944 and has subsequently been covered countless times during the festive period. The festive period. Perhaps, <laughs> ah, most, yes, the festive <laughs> perhaps most famously by Dean Martin and Marilyn Maxwell in 1959. In the late 2010s, the track has faced backlash over its forceful nature towards the female protagonist, largely instigated by an American radio station banning the song in support of the hashtag MeToo movement. I did hear that. A lot of, I feel like that doesn't happen anymore, but there was like two years ago, they just were like, we're not playing it anymore. Yeah. Anyway... This has been an analysis of romantic Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's our poll for this week? Oh, man. I have, you know, I have a question. Is there a way to rescue Baby It's Cold Outside, or is it just a lost cause? That's a good question. Because, like, objectively, if you don't think about the date rapey vibes, it's a really good song. It is. It's catchy. But when people have tried to make it less date rapey, it almost just it comes off as really cringy. Yeah, because they're, it's it's pointing to the problem. It's by, pointing to the problem, yeah. and it's a song that, at least in the, the the world we grew up in, everyone knows what the lyrics yeah. are. Like, it's it's not like you wouldn't notice that something has changed. <laughs> so, is, is Baby It's Cold Outside redeemable? Is it one of those songs that we should just, like, listen to with an asterisk? Like, yeah, this is fucked up, but it's you know it's fucked up um or should we just fully ban it so much so much to consider um all right cool uh kayla what is your beef and your juice this week um my beef is that i have not gotten to relax yet Mm. i've been uh it is thursday now i got home uh I guess technically very early Monday morning. And every day since then, I've had full days of like family events and friend things. Mm-hmm. So like I'm on vacation. I am not working this week and next week. But I have not. Today was the first day I got to sleep in. Yeah. Uh, and I still like I'm getting my booster later today. I'm going shopping later today. So still, I just want one day to just sit on the, sit on the couch. Yeah. Relax. I mean... Kayla saw me, though, so, like, I mean, that's really important. It's just all I could have ever asked for. We're in the same time zone right now. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. <laughs> Middle of the day recording. Who yeah. could Who could You might be able to tell from the more relaxed vibes of this <laughs> one. <laughs> but it is not a nighttime recording. And I have not had to work all day. My juice is that I got my iPad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a long saga that most of you won't know about because it was on my close friend's Instagram story. And you can't have that. You I like how recently we've just it. been bragging about the fact that all of our listeners are not on our close friend's story. <laughs> it's because it is my one place left. Yeah. Okay? It is well, the that's, one that's place what I've left. got to stay on Twitter for, Kayla. It's the, yes. It is the one place I have left that I can control who perceives me. 
you know? Yeah. Anyway, there was a long saga about me getting this iPad because it is Christmas time and everyone wants an iPad. So Mm -hmm. it took a lot to get it, but I got it and I'm like setting up a new digital planner and stuff like that so that hopefully I can get my life more in order. Love that for you. Yeah, that's all. Oh, you, you did you did do beef. Um, my beef is that my dentist is very concerned about the enamel on my teeth. <laughs> um, because I have acid reflux apparently that I've done nothing about for the past year, even though my dentist last year told me it was a problem. Mind you, it was actually a different dentist because my dentist retired. Um, so I've had multiple people. Also, the hygienist brought it up. Anyway. <laughs> I have no enamel on my teeth, and as a result, I keep getting cavities because there's nothing to protect my teeth. And you know what? Enamel doesn't grow back. I'm 24. This is also an issue I have where they have told me I grind my teeth so bad that I, my teeth look like that of a 50-year-old. Yeah. Which is yeah. Sick. So that's my beef. My juice is... Um, I've been able to do a lot of sleeping while I've been home. I've that been, must be nice. I've been, I've been like, just going back and forth between very busy, oh no, I need to do this one thing, and just sleeping, which, which has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's that. Uh, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your thoughts on Santa Buddy on our social media at SoundsFakePod. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon. Give us a little, a little Christmas gift by supporting us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash SoundsFakePod. Or if you want to give us a little one-time Christmas gift, we got a PayPal. SoundsFakePod oh, yeah. at gmail.com. Our $5 patrons who we're promoting this month are Ashley W., Savannah Cozart, Harry Hassan Dugan, Soup, and Amanda Kiker. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are Doug Rice, who would like to promote Church 2 by Emily Joy, H. Valdez, who would like to promote Keeping Your Space Clean, Barefoot Backpacker, who would like to promote their podcast, Travel Tales from Beyond the Brochure, and The Steve, who would like to promote Ecosia, a search engine for the trees. Our other $10 patrons are Arkness, Benjamin Abara, Anonymous, My Aunt Jeannie, Cass, R.E.K., Maddie, Derek and Carissa, Kadir, Potato, Changeling MX, David J., The Stubby Tech, Frozy Costello, Hector Murillo, David Nurse, and Sharonda J. Brown, who is writing a book? Yeah. Very exciting. Um, I would also like to promote, Rosie asked me to promote something if she had something coming up, which she doesn't, but she gave me a, a good thing to promote, which, so I'm just going to mention it. It's, um, it's Trans Santa uh, on, okay. on, uh, Instagram, and they deliver gifts to trans youth in need safely and anonymously. That's so nice. Yeah. So you didn't actually get to pr- promote anything this week, Rosie, but that was a good promotion, so I'm saying it. <laughs> Our fifteen dollars patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielDoItDesigns.com, my mom Julie, who would like to promote free mom hugs safely, masked. You know, Omicron is raging um sarah jones who is at eternal lolly everywhere martin Rizel, who liked most podcasts everyone special and no one is layla who liked promote love is love also applying to arrow people and especially in the christmas season please shrubbery who liked promote the planet earth maggie pablo who liked promote the dogs mini leia and loki andrew hillam who liked promote the invisible spectrum podcast click for caroline who liked to promote ace of hearts the documentary nina maggart who would like to promote at kate maggart.art on instagram and dragonfly who would like to promote <sighs> christmas cheer our $20 patrons are Sarah T, who would like to promote long walks outside, and Sabrina Hawk, whose mom and dad say 
Merry Christmas, Sabrina. Merry Christmas, Sabrina, especially this week because it's Christmas week. I guess it'll be the day after Christmas when this is out. If any of you are listening to this podcast while putting your Christmas tree away, I want you to know that you're wrong. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cows.